It's, it's not that good of a story. It's just a story. Hey, Brandon. How are you? Good. How you been? Great to meet you. Your shirt's very Person. bright today. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's very bright. <laughs> I think it's just all the lights coming Is on. Is that going to show up okay on camera? Oh, yeah. It's good. I'm just kidding. Too many stripes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. You're welcome to put your shoes on in here if you want them on. Okay. I just tend to go sock, socky. But are we, what are we, you got drinks already? Look at that, Not dude. Yet. It's Mardi Gras time. Mardi Gras? Look, I got the wine that I got. Because we do have these whiskeys back here, you know. Oh, uh, sure, that's later. Just, okay. Just follow the wine. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm All right, on. is your camera working or do I need to get the, the Dan sign? Do I need to get the Dan sign? Is your camera working? Like, oh, are you, when you talk, will your camera? Yeah. Or do I need to get the Dan sign? Uh, I can always just do this if I need to. Zoom in. All right, I'm grabbing it just in case. I don't like the Dan sign. <laughs> I almost brought this uh, portable piano I bought. I, I saw that you did. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, I tried playing it, and it's it's it sounds like shit. All right, do you have all your stuff done? Are you ready to go? Do you need the you know, email? I, XO? What I'm, do you need to I'm do? okay. It's four thirty one. We're late. I'm one minute You're late. late. I'm one minute late. We. Um, please, yeah. How's your tent? I just turned the air down. Oh, yeah, yeah, go to the rest of the I'm gonna say this completely wrong, Brandon. I'm not I saying remember. Buju, Binju, Binju. I think it's Bingo. Bingo. They do the G-A-U-X. Bingo. Because of <laughs> Like Go Tigers. And so this is uh, from the Chateau de Chase. Am I saying that right? C-H-A-S-S-E. Why don't you like put your mic somewhere? Yeah, do you want to you no, put your mic? I'm just asking right now. I'm not doing my But we're rolling. We're rolling. Bingo. Stick out your tongue. This a is that. Uh, yeah, this is uh, the. That's <laughs> you usually say that, don't you? <laughs> Just yeah. Uh -huh. I know what you're doing. So there was one time in I'll college. Tell you a story in college. All right, here we go. Went to the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. This is when you played. I'm not being funny. Or no, when what, you, well, okay. it was when I was a bench warmer. No, but you. Anyways, it just so happened that they had the high school cheerleading tournament at the same hotel as the college football team was. Who am I? Yeah, wear them the whole time. Oh you should you should totally wear Nikki, them the whole time. Nikki James. Nikki, Nikki James. <laughs> more a little more handsome though. <coughs> but nowhere near as talented. No. No, we're not even close. <laughs> not in that field anyway. This is a very light uh I mean it almost looks like Kool-Aid. Are we drinking Kool-Aid? I'll do a water here. Um real quick. Did um, you bring weights back in? Yeah, weights are back in. Pro, uh, when did you open that? Just now. Just now, really? Yeah, yeah it does look like Kool-Aid Kool -Aid for real, yeah. All right. Everybody. Okay, before we get started, we're going to be drinking. Uh, we believe it's called Bingo. Uh, there's a wine castle in uh, Fredericksburg. He's not coming. Texas. <laughs> are you not coming? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Oh, I had him. Doing? I had him. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, maybe he is comfortable. I maybe lower, lower. I think right we here. got it. Right there. Okay. What's going on with you today? <laughs> I mean, you're like, what is happening? Right now? I know. busting my balls here. I know. You walk in, you made, you paid in front of his shirt. It's bright, but the, so yours is dark. What do you want me to? It's awesome. I love it. It's just very bright. And I said, "Hey, your shirt's pretty bright. Thanks for like you just met somebody for the first time." And 
Should I just be? Should I just not talk to them? No, I'm, you can I'm, be I'm polite. Glad you said that. It's yeah, bright. I thought that was polite. It was a yeah. compliment about his bright shirt. I happen to like bright things. You know, it's 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 not how it's not what you say, Brandon. Oh boy, here we go. It's how you say. Okay. It. All right. Kind of like this ad read. So <laughs> this is Bingo. And again, it's B-I-N-G-E-A-U-X. Today, although we were shooting this, we're shooting this today on Fat Tuesday, everybody. Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday is Mardi Gras. Gras. And so I actually got this wine uh, at beats. the Wine Castle in Fredericksburg yep. uh, a while back. It's called Bingo. Um, and we're going to taste it for the first time today. Full disclosure, first look. Kool-Aid, right? And it looks like Kool-Aid. All right. Well, uh, we're going to introduce our guest, and we're going to cheers, and we're going to be drinking this today. Or tea. Dad's it might gonna... look like a tea. Yeah, it could. Uh, John Nearman is our guest today, and uh, we're going to get into a lot of stuff. Uh, but before we do that, John, thank you for sleeping around with Dr. Brandon and Matthew, bro. Cheers. Cheers. Happy Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Dan, taste this. Tell me what you think. It doesn't taste like Kool-Aid. It does. It tastes dang good. It tastes pretty, yeah, pretty nice. It doesn't taste like tea. What do you think? Oh, before we get started on you, John, I know you're our guest. How'd your date go? Saturday, right? Uh, eh. Put my shoes on. Whatever you want. Eh. Are the is that in the shot or no? Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Put them on. If, what do you mean? Eh. Uh, uh, it was okay. Uh, uh, uh. It was okay. Okay. So scale I, of one to ten. Ten being, actually, dude, you're gonna see her again. Yeah. You're no. gonna see her think, again. Probably yeah. not. Really? Probably not. Why? Present. I I think we're different people. Well, obviously you're different people. You don't want to date yourself. I, think, I, think, yeah. I mean, maybe I do though. No, oh, you man. are a narcissist. <laughs> you are a narcissist. So I'm being serious. So walk us through this. So uh, we won't get in details of how or the dirty stuff. I, Where nothing. did you take her? Where did you meet her? At uh, I met her. I met her at a coffee shop. Okay. We were there for an hour, and okay. then she left. And you stayed. And I stayed. Hold I still on. had food. And, oh. I'm, and I'm very okay with that because we were taught like, I don't know. I think Did my, she eat all her food. She was there 15 minutes before me. Okay. And I was coming, I stayed late here and I was running late for her. So I was like uh, a little bit behind yeah. and I was, <laughs> so, was your, was your opening line? Sorry, I'm late, but I was shooting a podcast. No, was your kind opening of, line? Actually, <laughs> kind of was, actually. No, was your line like your shirt is bright. Oh geez. No, oh, no. no. But okay. I think, my, I think my energy was a bit too much for her. She seemed uh, pretty, uh, you? yeah. Yeah. I don't buy she that. She was like really, I either. Yeah. I don't buy that at I don't all. Know. She was really, uh, have you seen Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters movie? Which I've, one? I've There's a couple different ones. The new ones. one with the, the girl and the little boy, the kids, and they're like the grandkids. Oh, of, of, okay. Yeah. Of, uh, I have not. I'm not. Um, Are you going to give a spoiler spoiler alert for anybody who hadn't watched? No, it? there's a podcast kid on there that has a podcast, and it just made me think of our podcast. So, what about him on his date? And well, he was late to the date because he was shooting a podcast. Oh, okay. So I thought it'd be great if he used the line from that movie and he showed up and he said, "Hey, my name's Podcast." Like oh. my friends call me podcast. <laughs> and and then she would say, well, why do your friends call you podcast? And he'd say, because I have a podcast. But his name's Handsome Dan. Well, he'd say, I'm Handsome Dan from my podcast. Because I'm Handsome Dan. And so <laughs> hold on. So be honest. So uh, he showed up late. Just how, a little how bit. Late? Like 5, 10? No, I mean. Oh, the voice. You hear it, John? Maybe, no. maybe, maybe, oh, like, yeah. maybe like two minutes up and down. Okay, it, it really wasn't that's that bad. Reasonable. It really, yeah. So she was early though. So it's the she guy who walked she into our shoot one minute late. You got to show up early, man. <laughs> I'm here. You got to make I, her feel. This yeah. coming from the twice divorced guy. Why, Listen, why, why, yeah. why are you making her feel? What are you making her? Feel? <laughs> I, I just love Dan so much. I want him to be happy. 
Uh, okay. Okay. We'll get on our guests now. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. We'll find them all. I appreciate it. John Nearman. That's right. Thanks for being here. Really do appreciate it. And I really Pleasure. do like the shirt. So how is John here today? So I met John. We were talking about this on the ride over. Actually, before we did the ride over, I was lucky enough to meet John in New Orleans, speaking of Fat Tuesday, at one of the Nearman courses that are given and uh, was totally fascinated. Again, people who've watched this podcast know that I knew absolutely zero about the dental world coming into my job with Somnomed. And my boss, Lewis, said, hey, why don't you go check it out? You're right there in Louisiana. Tell me what you think. And uh, we're just on the heels of people kind of coming back from COVID. So did we think it was last February, brother? It was last May. Last May. Okay, yeah. last May. Yeah. And so people were just kind of getting out. So that's where I met John. Um, I got to see the presentations, the courses. Um, he's going to tell a story apparently later where they all had fun <laughs> the second night when I had to go uh, to my brother's wedding. It was in May. Yeah. Um, so today I said, man, he would be perfect. So some secrets that you guys are going to learn about John that I already know because I do my research is we have a lot in common, man. Um, dude loves music and can play music. He's an amazing pianist. He's into jujitsu. Not only is he into jujitsu, we'll talk about he actually does it. No gi or gi or both? Both. Both. He surfs. He's good looking. Um, are you single? That's what we have in common? No. <laughs> Help me out here. Uh, I was going to say, you don't do any of those things. <laughs> well, that was going to be my ending joke. I'm single, um, yeah. Okay. I mean, look at this guy. All right. Thank God handsome Dan's here. You would be <laughs> handsome John. But uh, so I said, man, he would be a perfect guest. His company and his family's company are so integral. I just used that word wrong. Integral. Integral. Integral into what we do and what we promote, Brandon, mm -hmm. in this podcast. And I said, this is a no brainer. Plus, he's fun and uh, just so blessed to have you here, brother. All the wow. way from Jupiter, Florida. Dang right. God's yeah. country. <laughs> where teachers sleep with kids and there's isn't that where it happens florida <laughs> Ooh. don't they do that there i'm no, being serious i don't think they do that there in florida don't I, the, a lot of stuff happens in florida I think so that, uh, so i never get i never see him go ooh. <laughs> well it's you true know, i have kids in school okay the female teachers in florida sleep <laughs> with the male yeah. students i think that happens a lot of places. I think it's just Florida. Okay. Jupiter, uh, Florida. And Hulk yes. Hogan's from Florida. Now that is, that is, are you neighbors with Tiger? Uh, no, he's on, he's on the island. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. His own he, island. Yeah. He's, he's in Jupiter Island and there's this little bridge that separates yeah. them from us. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> you mean them, the golfers? Uh, all the celebrities. Oh, okay. Yeah, just Celine Dion. Um, yeah. There's a lot of, uh, yeah. Now, have you ever, can you just go across the bridge? You can. Okay. Yeah. So it's actually, it's pretty cool. It's, it's literally called Jupiter Island and you can go there and, um, but their houses are kind of you know tucked in there, Yeah. but you can see it from Google maps and you can see, or from the inlet. So it's on the water. Okay. And Jupiter Island, what's cool about it is, um, on one side you have the ocean and then on the other side you have the intercoastal. Love it. So they got the best of both worlds. Yep. And uh, it's a really beautiful, beautiful place. And then there's Jupiter, which is also beautiful, but not quite as uh, higher end. But <laughs> I mean, everyone's trying to move there right now. So yeah, it is, sure. it's, it's oh, sky. So what are the Scientologists? 
I'm just going to just throw it that's all on out the there. other. That's on that's on the Tampa side. That's, so like Clearwater, right? Yeah. Where Hulk Hogan's from and all that. Yeah. There's a lot of great things that happen in Florida. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> was it? Is our it, side? Uh, we, we Miami's in Florida. Yeah. What's the, isn't the Cocaine Cowboys or uh, what's that? Is there a show? Right. Yeah. So Miami, that's like an hour and a half south yeah. of okay. Jupiter. Yeah. So. Yeah, I literally just drove through your beautiful area uh, for the first year for Key West. We decided to road trip it down and fly back. Yeah. And from Lafayette, Louisiana, and it was a hoot, man. We ended up stopping in Tallahassee, but we drove straight down, ended up staying in Key Largo. But yeah, drove through Jupiter, and yeah. that's what everybody says. They go, the island over there, that's where Tiger Woods is. Right, Tiger Woods. I mean, that's that's what Jupiter's known for, though, is the golf. So yeah. You know, if, do you if, golf? I, I do a little bit, but... Um, I peaked when I was in fifth grade. So that was like, I kind of, really? I didn't want to, you know, I, I won a trophy and then I was like, you know what? I'm done. Retired. I'm done. Retired. So, you know, Brandon yeah. peaked at uh, fifth grade also. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everything, right? Height, like, beard, everything. Yeah. 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 Everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you like golf, right? I love golf. Yeah. So yeah. you would love it. They, they got so, some great courses down there. Yeah. I try to play as much as possible and uh, it's not as much as I'd like. Right. Yeah. Yes. You know. But in the summertime, pretty good. Uh, you know, probably one or once or twice a week. Yeah. Um, it gets a little busier in the wintertime and harder depending on weather. Yeah. So. Well, you you should definitely uh, come to Jupiter and check out some of those courses then. Well, now okay. that I've introduced you guys outside the insult of your shirt, I think you guys should <laughs> golf together. Um, well, maybe we should. I don't golf. I drive the cart, though. You yeah, can come so. drive the cart. Yep. Smoke yep. cigars yep. and drink. Yeah. Tell yeah. some jokes. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. sing a little. I'm not that good. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what you need when you're golfing. That's right. Yeah. So, John, one of the questions I had for you coming into this is, um, Brandon and I also meet with a lot of CEOs and a lot of businesses. And so right at the bat, I got to ask, you know, there's got to be some pressure jumping into a business with your name on it, your family's name, right? Kind of tell us where you grew up and how you got into it. And where, like Brandon was young when he said, man, I want to be a dentist. And this isn't a joke. He's, he knew. He just knew. Sounds to me kind of like your path might have also kind of been for you as well as the family business. So kind of tell us where you grew up and a little bit about how you got involved into uh, your current role. Sure. So unlike Brandon, I didn't know that this is what I wanted to do when I was three years old. Although my mom already had the company. And what year, when did she start the company? She started the same year I was born. Okay. So 1988. Okay. So 34, well, 33, 34 years now. And uh, yeah, so, you know, um, it's always been a part of my life. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> the whole, wow. Yeah. And actually a lot of people don't know this, but my dad was also involved at the beginning. Okay. And my dad was a, um, a, a restaurateur his whole life mm-hmm. and um, just an amazing mind, uh, but always about restaurants and creating his own restaurants. He, he had his own restaurant when he was uh, 21 in Chicago. Wow. called the dog house and it, it served hot dogs and it was it was outside That's of chicago awesome. yeah. but it was um you know he he was like you when he was three years old he was dreaming about what his restaurant would look like yeah yeah right like with you in your dental office yeah. like you know just just that's how some people are they just they're born to do it right uh i wasn't like that <laughs> but um my parents, I learned so much from them. And so my dad was actually involved in helping start the business because of his background in mm-hmm. uh, uh, owning restaurants and- Owning businesses, yeah. Yeah, it's a business. And and 
with the restaurants, um, so he actually had a, a, a restaurant in Jupiter that was owned by Burt Reynolds, and Burt Reynolds oh, wow. made him the manager. So Burt Reynolds is is he put was. Jupiter on the map? About he did years actually. Ago. He yeah. yeah, it's Burt's town. It we is Burt's town. Give respect to the so. Here's another uh, RIP, by the way. Fun fact that I don't tell people because it just it sounds weird. But my middle name is actually Burt after Burt Reynolds. Because man, <laughs> man, this is an exclusive. This is, it is yes. You know what? So, I'm gonna drink to that because he has been my hero for years. Oh, yeah. I, so I'm 48. So he's in my wheelhouse. Every movie, the mustache, the Trans Am, Smoking the Bandit, Longest Yard. I mean, it, he's just the man. Yeah, he's just the man. So you're. Middle yeah. name is Bert. Yeah. So After Bert freaking Reynolds. Yeah. So he was my godfather, basically. I mean, he didn't really, you know, do much. But, yeah. <laughs> but that was the relationship they had at the time. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, uh, and I, we'll, we'll talk more about Bert later. Oh, I got it right here. Keep yeah, going. You know, um, but so my dad, you know, he, he had to promote um, the restaurant and the bands that would come in. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, part of his job was a event promoter and a band promoter. And so he took a lot of those skills in the marketing and applied it to our business when it first got started in 1988, 1989, 1990. Wow. And um, he had all these little tricks up his sleeve when it came to, uh, you know, going to the shows and how to, how to get people engaged and how mm -hmm. to, you know, and handing out flyers because that's what he did at the restaurant. So I learned a lot from him and he taught me a lot of really good uh booth tips that we'll we'll talk about that later too. Yeah. But um so you know just so really both my parents yeah. were were involved in this business. Mm -hmm. Um but when I grew up I I got into music, I got into piano pretty early on um mm -hmm. which also was because of my dad. So I actually both of my parents but um, one of the reasons why I really stuck with music was because um, my dad's music friends from the backstage, the restaurant mm -hmm. that he had with, with Burt Reynolds, um, he connected him with me. And his name was Copeland Davis. And he became a really strong piano mentor to me. Mm -hmm. So um, that A lot was, of people don't know who Copeland Davis is. Do you want to tell people? Yeah, so Copeland Davis, uh, because he's, he's really well known in South Florida. Well, he's well known in... As musician, but yes, yeah, um, he is a a pianist um, that, I mean, he's just absolutely incredible. Plays um, like pop, jazz, mm -hmm. funk, yep. and when you watch him play, it's like he has three hands. That's mm -hmm. what everyone says. Uh, but, a lot of sessions he's done. He's worked with tremendous people besides yourself, John. He's worked with uh, <laughs> other musicians and stuff. So yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, he he's and uh, so obviously you meet him through your dad through Burt Reynolds' place. Yeah. And you're like, man, I want to. That's just cool. Right. I want to and I was piano. already, you know, doing a lot of piano, but how old were you at the time? Um, well, I started playing piano when I was eight. Okay. But that was classical and just taking lessons. My friend got into it, so I, I did it with her and then I stuck with it. And I actually wanted to quit a lot of times until, but my mom always said, All right, just go this one last one lesson, more. right? Yeah. And God, then, I wish my mom would have made me go to piano lessons. That's that's the thing. She made me stick with it. And um the reason why I wanted to quit because I wouldn't practice. And so I was embarrassed. And mm. I think that's something that a lot of kids deal with yeah. is that's why they want to quit is because they didn't practice and then they're embarrassed about it. And they, they, you know, they don't want to own up to that. I and, love that. 
right? There's so, so many messages to take through there. But yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, if you take the pressure off of, of the practicing, uh, and so for me, my mom just should say, okay, I know you want to quit, but just get through this one lesson. My t- teacher at the time didn't hurt that she was gorgeous. So I, I did like to go and, and see her. Um, but again, she, she, Florida, <laughs> older woman, teacher, just saying. Hey, no, she was amazing, <laughs> but not so far. she had this, this quality to her that was really soft mm-hmm. and she would play these pieces for me. And mm-hmm. then I would just like fall in love. I was like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I'd come back from the lesson. I'd be, I'd tell my mom, okay, I think I want to stick with it. You're floating there. Oh man. yeah. I mean, Ten I was old, totally in uh, love. And so that, that kept me through that period. Yeah. Uh, and then, then she introduced me to Chopin and then I, yeah. I, that's when I realized that music is, is something incredible. The lady yeah. did or your mom? I apologize. Uh, my teacher. Okay. Yeah. She played this piece for me. Yeah. She's like, all right, let's, let's move beyond some of this kitty stuff. I'm going to play this, this basic Chopin piece for you. She played it for me and my, my jaw dropped and I, I might've started crying. I, don't, I love that. I don't remember. Dude. I was uh, 13 years old. Yeah. I love that. And, yeah. and it, it basically, that's what, that, that's what started me really on that journey of, of music. Wow. Now where in there did, did the Copeland Davis <laughs> mentorship? I was about 17. Okay. So, so that was a little bit later. Yeah. So okay. there's about four years from when I was 13 to 17. That's right. In high where school, I really yeah. started getting into music, but classical. Right. And then I, um, so in high school, I got really into it. And I joined the choir mm-hmm. because the, 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 the teacher, she wanted me to play piano for the, the students. Mm-hmm. And so I, I couldn't sing, but I was the pianist. Hey, I couldn't sing either, but I was in choir. Right. Damn right. It, yeah, but it, you didn't play the piano. <laughs> I didn't. See what you're doing? <laughs> so I'm saying his story's a little better. His story's way better than yeah. that. <laughs> we know this, but again. I'm just kidding. So happy Mardi Gras. Love you. Love so you there's, there's, there's a couple of years where. Can I, I ask an really, honest question? Because I do this a lot yeah. with our guests. So I was thinking about this. So 13 through 17, right? Yeah. Uh, Brandon and I have talked about this on the podcast. Handsome Dan has witnessed it. I try to tell people, and I've actually had my friends come in, where I went to high school. It was freaking cool to be in band, to be in choir. I mean, it, all us athletes did all that. We loved singing on the weekends. My buddies would bring out their guitar. I mean, it was just a, a different era. You're way younger than me. Right. 13 through 17 in Florida, you're playing classical. Now you're part of the choir. Was it still, was it welcomed? Was it a cool thing? Or were you still kind of, is, and if you don't have to, I mean, no, I'm not It wasn't to. cool. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I will Absolutely also say, not. I think it's, it was really cool whenever you were in high school too. It's not oh. shade. It's not shade. No, but, no. But, but my dad was like in band and also played football. Yeah. And that was cool yeah. to be in band. If you do band both, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. But if you only do band, it's not cool. No. So, so no. some of my best friends never played a sport in their life. They were right. what people call band geek. I don't call them that. Dude. I right. love. So, yeah. Maybe, okay. So in your time, absolutely. Well, your time. I was trying to be careful. Well, in 1956, I would say your time and place. I agree. Because the area. Right. Yoakum. Yukon. Yukon. I was about to say Yoakum. Interesting, because my dad. Dwight Yoakum. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's more regional. Yukon, Oklahoma. Definitely is regional. Yeah. Is is definitely, you know, especially with the country stuff. It's a special place. Yeah, it's 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 different. And I'm not being funny. It's different than than 
No, I, I would see. visit my friends. So I played sports for a while and I'd go back to their hometowns and I'm like, let's go dancing. And they looked at me like I'm on Footloose. You know, <laughs> yeah. Footloose like, we don't do that here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. I love dancing. So back to you, enough about me. Right. So 13 through 17, you're like, well, it wasn't exactly cool, but you were in. It you wasn't were. that cool. But actually when I joined the chorus, the girls, I the, know. the choir girls, they, they did like the pianos because I stood out more than, you know, I bet. The singer. Yeah. So and you're that, like thanking your mom every day cool. going, yeah. mom, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I'll tickle these ivories. <laughs> so I was cool to the, the choir girls for sure. Uh, so that was, that was nice. But then, um, yeah. So then 17, I started learning from Copeland Davis and now you're hanging out at bars in all fairness, your dad's restaurant slash. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Basically. And now you're seeing a whole different yeah. level of woman. This ain't soft Chopin playing. <laughs> no, you, they're called groupies by the way. <laughs> Fair. No. Not for me. Oh, no, 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 okay. no. But no. for Copeland, uh, for Copeland, probably. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So, then I had to make a choice, right? When you're 17, okay, what am I going to do? And I had a choice between going to music school, trying to pursue that because at the time that's, yeah. that was what I loved. And, uh, Copeland went to music school and he was yeah. telling me, you know, okay, here's, here's this your options. Yeah, yeah. Here's what you can do. And he had stories for days. Yeah. A lot of them were maybe not want to go to music school though. Yeah. <laughs> no, know, because it's, it's my a, buddies it's who did piano in college. It was rough, yeah. man. Oh yeah. Hours and hours every day in a room with a, a yeah. dude. And then what's after that? And then theory, you take music theory yeah. and then, you, yeah. yeah. And then what do you do after that? So it was, it, it wasn't that tough of a choice because really? uh, I mean, it was, but logically, I mean, you know, you write the pros and cons and I'm, I'm looking at 17. At it. I didn't write shit. <laughs> pros and cons. <laughs> yeah. Like if it felt good, but, but yeah. So what, what happened? Well, I decided to, to, to go to, uh, Georgia tech. I actually got into Georgia tech. Great. And school. somehow, which music was actually the only reason why I got in. Cause my grades weren't that good, but right. I wrote this essay. My sister helped me out with this essay. All right. The truth's coming out. Hear All that? about the essay when it comes to, you know, some of these, yeah. these school yeah. applications. Yep. Um, and I, we had read an article that Georgia tech was trying to diversify with more artistic, um, type of students. And we said, okay, instead of just engineers, right. They want right. to bring mm -hmm. in more, yep. you know, of the diverse. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Just more creative. Side. Liberal arts. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so I wrote my whole thing about what I just told you guys. Yeah. And, uh, my my sister embellished it for me, mm -hmm. and somehow I got in. So. so you went to Georgia Tech. Yes, God, I I swear I didn't know this. Yeah. So I'm a legacy, meaning um, my mom's dad was a big wig over there, um, engineering. His like yeah. huge. Oh yeah. So when I was playing baseball, I thought, man, I'm gonna go to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going to Georgia oh, yeah. Tech. I'm, they're good. My grades not so much. <laughs> ACT. Yeah. Not so much. I didn't have a sister to take my right. ACT. Yeah. See, but I have nothing. God's honest truth, and I have friends who've gone there. What a great it, freaking. It was awesome. Yeah. School, and you're right. In my day, <laughs> um, they didn't have those options. It was an engineering school, guys. Yeah. I mean, it was hardcore. Yeah. Even athletes, you had to take. Yep. You could either PE, what they yeah. call it, not even kinesiology. Yeah. I think it was PE yeah. or that. Okay, so you go to Georgia. Oh. Yeah, the world is so, your oyster, so young John. So at this John. time, though, you're kind of like I'm, essentially choosing 
to not give up music, but not to pursue music yeah. to maybe the degree that mm-hmm. you had thought going into that, that you might. Yeah. I was pretty much done Yeah, with, I mean, from, yeah. Really? Yeah. Because it's, I, I went in as engineering. Oh, shit. actually. So, so you um, did do engineering. He yeah. wrote this whole essay on, we need to diversify <laughs> and I'm doing this yeah. music. Well, did I tell you about the have, soft lady with Chopin? They didn't but, have other majors, but they wanted yeah. more, you know, balanced engineers people no it's it's true it's like colorado school mines does a lot of these schools they don't just want that focused kid that is all engineer they do want that but they also want yeah because what what they really want is they want people to start at at engineering and then you know become business leaders and get their mba and and be the hybrid and, and do both and so that's not what i did but i so uh, you walk (laughs) on campus georgia tech you you know your major right away I was physics at first, which Good. <laughs> yeah, was, I don't know what I was thinking. That pros and cons list. I, yeah. that, I was like, yeah, physics. Uh, like that's just as bad See, as music. Yeah. Right? <laughs> See, I don't know that's why was. I didn't even do a list. See, we're, we're, yeah. we're splitting hairs here. So you go to, you go to Georgia tech and this yeah. whole time, Man. your mom and father, or just your mom at this point is running this company. Uh, at that point, it was just my mom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all this time they've had this company going, yeah. going, was there any a time did and I don't mean pressure, like did you ever feel like and not and not a uh parachute, right? Is that what they call it or a soft land? Like did you ever go, well, I'll do my thing, I am gonna yeah. go work for them? Or did you feel pressure not at to the go time. Okay. Yeah. And I, I had been around it my whole life. And so I, yeah. I had worked there, I'd done marketing, um, software testing, a lot of a lot of testing. Mm-hmm. My mom used to trick me into when I was really young, into uh testing the software, looking for bugs. <laughs> And th- and she told me it was a game that would yeah. play. So, you know, so I, I was very immersed in, in the business just from like a man, you know, brother, I knew, you have been. I knew what was going on and the business was started in, in the house too. So, sure. um, that was just my life growing up. I'd come home from school and the dogs would bark and people would be on the phone. So we'd had, we'd have salespeople there at the house, at the house wow. and, uh, then, you know, cause a whole yeah, yeah, yeah. problem. And uh, then I, I'd go into my room until five, six o'clock when everyone left. And uh, that was just, you know, and then we had this little office room and I'd go in there and like play with the fax machine and stuff. And Dan, a fax machine clips. is, hold on one second. So a fax <laughs> machine. So before we could like send these emails out, we used to be able to do fax machines. Fax where you'd actually send something out and it would, do, 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 and it would get to somebody else. Out of the I don't think. I didn't describe that well. Well, I, I'm not even sure you understand how a fax machine works. <laughs> how also, does a fax machine work? <laughs> Faxes are still huge in, in dentistry too. Trust though, me, right? don't get me started. That was kind of where I'm going. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm how going. How many offices you go into that still have a fax machine? Everyone. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, dude, they're, they're, I know. Brandon, we've talked. No. You're you're Fuck different. No. You're at a different level. Right. right. No, we have a fax you. number and a digital, a digital e-fax, fax, yeah. e-fax, yeah. but, yeah. but no, I, I, when I bought my practice, I went back there and the guy had a fax machine still there and there was like a, a phone line set up for it and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And right. I just took yeah. it and I like literally like the day after we got in, I took it to the dumpster and was like, cancel <laughs> that phone line. We don't need to pay for that shit. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. So you're in college. And you start off in physics, yeah. then apparently you go to engineering. Yeah. All right. Talk to yeah. us about college. Yeah. Georgia so Tech, uh, yeah, Georgia State was awesome. Man. Uh, right in Atlanta, right oh, downtown, midtown. Hot Atlanta. Oh, yeah. So, so very man. different from Jupiter, Florida, too. 
So that was, yeah. uh, that was awesome. Great experience. But, uh, yeah, you know, I realized real quick that high school physics is a whole different level than Georgia tech physics. Yeah. Wait, you offered physics in high school, not being funny. I okay. We had physics in high school. We did. That's that's why I went into physics. I'm sorry, UConn high, high school. school if we was, did, but I don't know. At surface level, I love the the principles, yeah. like why things work the way they do right. in the physical universe. My best friend's totally into physics. Totally, but like, had a reads yeah, books. It's it's, it's cool. It's really cool. But but right. then, Georgia Tech. It's like you go so deep into it. It you're not even. And it's hard. It's hard to understand it with the hangover. It. You know. Um, <laughs> sure. Nothing. Oh yeah, drinking college. But uh, I mean, I realized right away. I was like, "This is I, my brain didn't not work this way." Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have some serious problems <laughs> if I yeah. try and. So then, you know, but hold this. on. But then you switched to engineering. Yeah, then I switched to mechanical engineering, okay. thinking that okay, now I can see how this can be applied to. Did you're an things. artist? You're such an artist. Right. You're trying to what yeah. they say a square peg in a round hole. Oh yeah. So that took another year, and I was like. I, then I had another, uh, you know, crisis where I was like, okay, do I drop out and go back to music school? And like, what, what am I going to do? And uh, instead, I went to business, the the management um, department of Georgia Tech, which was really awesome. Yeah. And all the engineers make fun of the people that go to management. They call it the M train because the people that can't hang <laughs> at Georgia Tech engineering, yeah. they go to the M train, yeah. right? You know what? That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> the M train. Was it? The M train. I no, can see wasn't. that. No, it I wasn't. can see that. Just but, made um, that up. Just yeah, man. So that was, uh, that was my path. Okay. Yeah. My, and, uh, but it was, it was actually, that's when, once I went to business school, that's when all of a sudden things started to click and I was like, oh, wait a second. Yeah. What I'm learning here, I could apply to the business, the yeah. family business. And we did all these projects and my, um, I would always use my company, my mom's company as the, as the, the project, as the example, like, dude, that's you know, great. No, right? that's so, yeah. yeah. So I started, I started really, the gears were turning. Thank I'm God like, she okay. didn't own a strip club. Just <laughs> <laughs> it could have been, yeah, you know, it could have been different, but, uh, it was good. That's really where uh things started to to come into place for me mentally where it's like okay this could actually this is the things i was learning i mean it's all theory but i was starting to really think about it all the time but and, john you're at 19 20 maybe at that time yeah 20 years old that's a gift because uh you know even for me and i'll own it um you know to have things figured out and to go, oh, wait, you know, again, right. I this is not funny. It's one of the reasons I admire the man to my left here. Not everybody just has that tunnel. Yeah. Like, just what I'm doing, you know, this is it, man. Yeah. And for you to to test out a little bit and then the light bulb go off where you go, oh, yeah. oh, I get it. This yeah. is my path. This is, but I still think you're an artist. And we'll get to Absolutely. that. Little, but I still yeah. think you're this passionate artist that is now you're kind of navigating, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but that's, so that, that was my journey into that, that moment. Which, so, so you're taking these business classes yeah. and, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, everything I'm learning here, I can apply to exactly yeah. to the business, mm -hmm. mom's business, mom's so, business. Yeah. And so did you start like 
pepper in her and giving her like throughout school where you call Mom, her check like, out this project hey, you need to do this yeah. you need to do I this did exactly yeah. that. okay yeah. Did you really? well then, i was I, yeah absolutely i started you know talking about hey i just learned this thing like yeah you know are you guys doing something like this john can i ask can i ask a personal question yeah and if we need to edit it we will um, sure you said your father started then he wasn't then your mother had it um please was there an did he just leave? Was there a death? Was there? Oh no. So, um, so they got divorced when okay. I was about 13. Okay. Um, right. but they, they're still friends. Okay. So everything's, you know, family dynamics are, are very cool. Yep. Um, and and you're my, talking to two guys that are divorced. And so, yeah. um, I had to ask because it, it always see your mother. Like always right. see your mother, always see your mother. Right. Yeah. And so when you said that, I just want to make sure that if something did. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so after they got divorced, um, he started a new restaurant mm -hmm. that he had for about 14 years mm -hmm. and he just sold it wow. um, this year. Oh, wow. and is he so still he in retired. Jupiter? Is he still in the yeah. area? Oh, cool, yeah. He man. started breakfast and lunch place and uh, oh, it was amazing. And it's still, he sold it to, so they're keeping all the recipes and everything. Cool, so That's sweet. he's officially retired. He just retired. He's 74. So, nice. uh, yeah, so he's, he's all set. He's good. So going back to that, then I apologize yeah. for veering off. So you're, Brandon asked a great question. You pepper it. I like that. Pepper in your mom. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I would. Uh, yeah. How about this? And yeah. how about that? And so, well, cause I can tell you, my brother just graduated with his MBA, uh, from Stanford a year ago. And uh, that kid's a genius. And he, somebody in the family. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> and so saying, I'm constantly calling him and mm -hmm. like, hey, what, you know, if I have a business idea, I'm definitely calling cool. him. Yeah. And, and trying to figure out what he thinks. Now, of course, he wants to get all super analytical about it. Yeah. And then he wants variables and then he wants this and then projection. And Follow then, the law, yeah. integrity. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, so you graduated from Georgia Tech in uh what was that 2012 2010 2010 okay my math can fairly <laughs> decent for yeah the range you're right in the yeah. middle of that range okay, yeah and um so that's that's uh 12 years ago and yeah. so um then what where'd you go what'd you do after that Sounds or, like or right did in, you yeah. go right into the business i did i went right in and did um, you've been in that business your whole right life yeah and I went, so i went full-time right after college so like your whole years. life john yeah like that's awesome yeah i'm not knocking it like your yeah. whole life you've yeah. been you yeah started when you were born. so i mean so this industry the dental sleep medicine industry i i know so many people and uh yeah i mean it's just i feel very connected to it sometimes it's great sometimes it's <laughs> you have you know it's like it's it's a quite a small industry yeah. as as you know so i think that's why john likes me because i'm so new like i don't know anybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, yeah. I haven't been jaded. I mean, I'm hanging out with this guy, but I haven't been <laughs> jaded or anything. But it's true. I, I, you have to. Your mom's like an icon, dude. So when I hear Nero, yeah. yeah. I think Rose. Yep. And I think Dental Rider. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of arms to, I mean, because you also have the CE courses. You also have the yeah. billing company. You also have the TMD side of things. You yeah. have this, the, which I guess Dental Rider essentially is a TMD and sleep. Yes. Right, for, for our listeners so, and me, TMD so is? Temporomandibular disorder. Okay. TMJ Should disorder. Should I have already known that? Yeah, TMJD, God whatever you want to call it. Um, so tell us a little bit about, uh, I guess, I want to know about the company because I've only worked with Nierman this much. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, but, 
and and I've had a good Why experience. Why are you apologizing? Just you've well, because I probably would like me to work with them more. He's our guest. Just answer the question. Well, I forgot the question now. Well, you want to know Nierman. more? Yeah. Tell us about Nearman. Tell us a yeah. little bit about kind of maybe where the business started from what you recall or or what Rose would say in terms of where it was in the 80s. Because the sleep industry is light years uh, beyond anything that it was in 1988 for oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there wasn't a, a dental sleep industry. There really wasn't. And so yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it started out more as a, as a TMD. Yes. Uh, 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 business. Um, but tell us about the business. What's the business do? Where's, where's the focus of the business and, and you know, what's your progression in the business? Yeah, I love That's a great question. Nice lead in. There was four questions there and they yeah. were all four good questions. <laughs> all four. Yeah. So, um, and you're spot on. So our actual business name is TMJ practice management associates. Okay. Because in 1988, yeah, in 1988, when she created the company, so she was a hygienist working in a busy um, TMJ practice, mm -hmm. doing a lot of cases in West Palm Beach, Florida. Mm -hmm. So um, Doug Phillips was her doctor, and she, uh, they were doing medical billing back then for it, and she figured out this this system to mm -hmm. maximize the reimbursement. And she, well, I'm glad there's no more issues with that anymore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. kidding we can kidding. go. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding it's go. been a whole with yeah. TMJ. It's a it's a whole that's a whole different thing. Um, but at the time, uh, there was really good reimbursement if you knew how to document everything True. properly, and if you knew the right codes. And so she created a manual that had all that documentation that you need, what codes to use, what medical codes. So with medical versus dental with medical you have icd diagnosis codes yep. you don't have those in dental and then you have the cpt the procedure codes that you're billing for to medical insurance so she put this all together all the documentation too wow and uh flow charts for the processes and it became something that was um it hadn't been done before just the manual itself she started sharing it with other practices selling it going to Trade Good shows, her, setting man. up a little booth, selling yeah. this manual, man. right? It was just a manual. And then, uh, you know, everyone was telling her, wow, this is amazing. Like, this is so needed. Yeah. And, but the documentation was still a problem because dentists weren't used to writing the documentation in that way in, in medical, framing it in medical uh, terminology and medical model. So um, she hired a developer at the time and, this was in like 1990 and they wrote this DOS program that you clicked on the exam and the, mm -hmm. the questionnaire and it turned it into a, your documentation, a mm -hmm. narrative report. It was right there. So, yeah. So that was the origins and it was all TMJ and for medical billing. And then that started growing and became more fleshed out than windows became, mm -hmm. uh, a thing yeah. and and then they they wrote the windows program but the first program was in dos i mean <laughs> it was that long ago wow. um but she says it was it was an amazing program and because it did what was needed to be done absolutely how many people that, uh, yeah so uh, i mean so this was over 30 years ago and so way ahead uh, way ahead of her time yep. way ahead and then um, all those early academies, like the AACP, she mm -hmm. got all those doctors on 
that early version of Dental Writer. Nice. And this was before the AADSM existed. The AADSM right. celebrating their 30th year anniversary this year for their meeting. Yeah. Our company is 34 years old. Wow. So this was, this was all TMJ, all right. medical billing, but it's that same model, mm -hmm. same exact model, medical billing for dental procedures. So when dental sleep started becoming more prominent and recognized and insurance started covering it, then um, she was already set up to just add those forms and she was working with those TMJ doctors. Those were the first doctors that were really getting into sleep mm -hmm. because it's so correlated, it's, it's all connected. And a lot of those doctors were helping her with the sleep forms. And so she added that sleep module and the sleep forms. Um, I'm not sure what year that was, but that that was the the progression from TMJ into sleep for our so company. So you go away for four years, meaning you go to college, four or five, and then you come back saying, I'm all in. Yeah. I think it's where one of Brandon's questions was, what, now when you come back in, what role are you like? Well, obviously you're yeah, the son, so, so there's got to be like this pressure. I don't know. Right. Well, when I first started, I, I started from the bottom. Now we're here. Now we're here. Oh, here, we now we're here. here we go. Here we go. You know, I, I, I came in just as a- God, I love air supply. As doing sales. You know, <laughs> no. I, mm -hmm. I, uh, I came in 2011 or 2010 and uh, I wanted to to do everything. I just wanted to, sure. you know, just start doing sales and start connecting with people and meeting, meeting all the doctors and um, going to shows. And so I started traveling two, three times a month. We talked about that we earlier. Did. We did, brother. And yep. so those first couple of years, I was just on the road constantly. My One of my first meetings was Kent Smith mm -hmm. yeah, in 2010. And, mm -hmm. and um, for some reason, the first couple of my shows I did, my mom had to leave. And so she uh, left me at <laughs> Kent Smith. This is my fir very yeah, first meeting. Yeah. She, but you're not a toddler. I no, mean, but, okay. but when it comes to these shows, uh, especially at the time, like we contributed to the medical billing conversation. Right. right. So um, she did that on purpose. She leaves uh, early in the first day, and um, Kent Smith starts talking about insurance. And he, the, the dynamic was he would always bring you loop you in yeah. so bring us in. you're the yeah. you're the expert here yeah. so this is like my so, first day yeah, yeah. and he's asking and he's hung me, over again oh. john's like oh, no, no, no. <laughs> like, oh what you know i'm kidding john what do you recommend for this code to you know when when the patient presents with this and i'm just like well uh yeah were you able to do it i mean i i said something i hope well, those, hold on. I hope no, those that doctors that were there <laughs> i hope they didn't get in trouble but, but uh no no i mean i, I had the know, basics down but it was nerve wracking. Yeah. I was, I was, I, had, I knew a good nothing. Man. I knew, He's a good man. So I'm sure he is. maybe in jest, he kind of puts you on the spot. I have a feeling your mom left on purpose. I don't know why. I, I, it might've been a whole uh, ploy. Yeah. Let you, them. let you do but, it, man. Uh, you know, let so you do it. That happened a couple of times, but it, you know, it's like sink or swim. It's right? like time to fly. Yeah. 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 It really, it really was. So I, I just started going to shows and, mm -hmm. and just, just learning. Yeah. Learning and talking to people. Uh, and I did that for many years and, uh, yeah, so, but, but the transition has been really great because, um, over the years now it's been 12 full-time Well, years. And, and can I say congratulations, sir? Thank you. So what, yeah. So, so John just got a recent promotion. Yeah. What's the role grown to now? Right. So now I'm the president. I'm, I'm officially in charge of yeah, that. management. 
Uh, I love been, it, dude. It's been about a year, yep. I think. And um, but it's been a couple of years where I've I've really been, you know, I've, I've had I've had the vision. Yeah. Uh, and maybe we can talk a little bit about the vision because that's Brandon kind of loves. The I'd love to hear. So this is his that's, wheelhouse. That's, yeah, that would be yeah. my follow up yeah. question. I'd love to hear the vision for, yeah. you know, where you think mm-hmm. Nearman's going. Yeah. Uh, in the future, is this is this still you know what percentage of your business is dental writer right versus courses versus yeah. education versus medical billing what do you see changing i, I have more probably six okay of them. Uh, you know yeah so tell us the vision tell us yeah. your, 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 we, your show you talk we talk to very smart people i think they can handle four or five questions in a row. he's very yeah. smart i could probably he, give he him, went to george i could probably give him 19 was, questions i love that i love that all right yeah. i want one of those um handsome dan one of those so uh so before i get into the vision sure can would you buy a sign like that if we had it on our website like at least 250 uh, would you, for 250 uh three dollars better, better picture, free shipping but free shipping yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry yeah. hold on you were free getting shipping. serious so before we go into the vision and the yeah. questions i'm not being yeah, funny yeah. Oh, but okay. i think you ask great questions no, no, no. so yeah you really do yes. uh yes. well i mean i i i think you know with with my transition into this the top leadership role i i've come to understand how important vision is and so i wanted i wanted to kind of you know talk to you about that too because you know with with your businesses yeah. and everything i mean that's something that would you agree i mean that's that's how important having a vision a clear vision for for the team uh, you know yourself. i think a clear vision team. i think I, i'm glad you said team by the way yep. I, no cool um yeah i'm yeah I think having a clear vision for the team and the team understanding because core values, first of all, and the vision are, are both really integral mm-hmm. to your team being the right people or not being the right people. And if the team uh, is on board with your core values and they share those core yeah. values, I think that's when you're going to see people that are working towards your vision in a much more, um, you know, consistent and compatible way, uh, as opposed to having people who maybe aren't core value fits. Um, and, and you I, weed them out fast. I love, yeah. you know, so we, we run the EOS system. We'll talk about EOS another time, but um, mm. I am yeah. the visionary. And, and so, you know, the visionary is here's the vision. Here's the goals. Here's where we're going. Here's what we're doing with the ideas. And it's the, you know, I'm waking up in the middle of the night and having this and we're going to market this and we're going to, you know, and, and then, um, you got to have people around you that are the ones that are able to kind of implement and make that happen. And that's where max falls in a lot of our businesses. That's where some management teams fall the integrator, that's the integrator role. Yeah. Uh, that's where handsome Dan falls in terms of being able to, yep. and, and Matthew in terms of being able to, you know, make things run, uh, uh, so yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I, and I love it. I, I, I've gotten into EOS a little bit, but yeah. I, it's something I want to dive into more because that's, yeah, we, that's I what talk we're talking about hours yeah. on it. We've been running it for three years now. That's and, awesome. Um, and, and starting to push it into other businesses as well. Yeah. Um, and it's just been, yeah. it's been life changing. Yeah. And so that's, you know, for us, that's, that's exactly what, one How of many the things I'm trying to, with the company, uh, we have. 36 okay. employees and then um, contractors as well. So about 40 or so. So y'all are about, I mean, how many do you have? You have more, way more now? Well, I honestly don't know. 
uh, between the different businesses. Yeah. I mean, the, our biggest business is the sleep, uh, you know, the, yeah. the sister companies, right. Austin Sleep Solutions, Sleep Better Austin. We have about, probably right about that, about 35 or so. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So y'all have that common too, because yeah. yeah. it's not too big, right? But no. there's still that yeah. solid. Yeah. But yeah. your mom is still the the patriarch, the, the leader. Yes. Is that fair to say? She's the CEO. Okay. Um, and you could say she's the visionary as well, but I also am, yeah. am the visionary. Okay. Um, I, I'd say, especially for our um, attain, like our, our actual goals, mm -hmm. I'm the visionary. Mm -hmm. um, and have you guys had, uh, I hate to interrupt because I know you got so many good things to say about We Nehrman. got plenty of time, by the way. We have, have you guys had any, uh, you know, it's hard sometimes working with family. I was thinking. Mm. And, and so it'd be interesting because I've had conversations with my mom about business <laughs> yeah. where I've just straight up told her, you're fucking wrong, mom. Like, we're not doing that. You need to do like something else. Right. Have you guys had that conversation? <laughs> uh, I think he just um, answered. <laughs> no, no. So, uh, or have you, I mean, are you guys in line with everything or is there just a trust where you can argue about things yeah. and, and then what comes out of it is good for the business? You know, this is, uh, this is something that I think it, what makes our dynamic with my mom and I very special and what, why I I'm so strong on our company is because my mom and I have such a, a really great relationship mm -hmm. when it comes to business. Okay. Um, it's, it's incredible. I, I don't think it's normal, uh, how we're able to, uh, be in the same space and, and connect. I mean, it's almost like we're the same person mm -hmm. in some ways where there's it, a movie like that i've seen <laughs> called psycho where they uh, yeah no, <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm it's, kidding there's nothing it's weird uh it's definitely but i'm very grateful for it no i think if you're on the same page and into it intuitive like you're you share the vision we have i think what brandon's asking though is is getting and I apologize so i'm asking for you and getting this new promotion are you able to then kind of take the mantle from the patriarch and say, this is the new vision? Yeah. Even though it's shared. I want to know what's changing. I want to there know, you are sure. you, are, are, have you guys had any of those discussions where it's just like, no, we got to do this instead. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. And, so that, and, and so that's, I guess where I'm, what I'm saying with, with our relationship being so good is that we can have those tough conversations and not, no one takes it personal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's just business. Right? Yeah. I got it. It's just business. It's not personal. Mm -hmm. It's like the Godfather. That's right. Um, and that's it. I mean, we, we're, we're so business-minded mm -hmm. when it comes to those conversations that even if we start raising our voices or just, you know, right. we, we have different opinions on things, we both know that we're, are, we're both trying to do what's best for the business. There you go. And so- we're aligned in that aspect. Uh -huh. And so we, we're, we never fight about it. Yeah. Well, and, it's, and you can say fight, uh, you can say disagree, conflict, argue. Uh, you know, there's a amount of Wrestle. conflict that's really healthy, right? You know, in a business. And so I think we poured it all. No, he's going to give me some. Oh, okay. He doesn't like it. So when we so. meet Max and I, uh, my business yeah. partner and my, CEO uh, or COO, um, Jessica, life 
Yeah, well, Max, yeah, yeah. but Jessica, uh, Nancy, Rebecca, you know, we have these leadership meetings and quarterly we we lock ourselves in a room offsite for a day and we go through vision and we go through rocks and we go through goals and we follow the EOS system. Yeah. And I will tell you that there, for, there was a pretty good string of those where <laughs> every quarter, the day after a quarterly, somebody on the leadership team quit. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and it always boiled down to core quit values. the job or just quit the leadership core team. Values. Quit the job. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Quit the job. And, and, and part of what pushed them out was what I consider to be healthy conflict, you know, because there's a lot of, and nobody's right or wrong. And that's the beautiful thing about it. It's like, Hey, like you said, we all want what's good for the business. We just have maybe different ideas of how that goes. And when you start having that conflict, it brings up things that other people aren't always thinking about. And then you're able to say, okay, well, shit, I didn't think about it that way. You got a good point, but here's my point. And then they're like, well, shit, I didn't think about it that way. And then so you get three or four points up on the board and then you're able to break it down and come up with something that hopefully is going to push the business forward. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think with us, it's it's exactly that. It's we and and it always the, the core values, I think, is really important, too. And the core values I kind of um, identified based on her the 20 years sure. before I was involved. Right. And I mean, she's been so successful and because of those core values and I identified them and it's uh, dedication, innovation and support. And, and those are the, th- those are our three core values and that it's the dedication. I mean, she's constantly, you know, just there for her clients and the industry. She's always been there. Um, and the innovation, you know, just how she created the business in the first place. That's really important to our business. Just constantly trying to innovate and think about how can we make things easier? How can we, we optimize systems for, for practices and then the support. And that's something that a lot of software and technology companies seem to lack. And that's something that's always been really important to us because we know that it's not just about software. It's not just about technology. It's about people helping people. And so those are the, those, those core values that I'm really strong about. Right. But then when it comes to those, you know, how do we get there? Mm-hmm. That's really where we have these discussions and I can get really passionate about and, and really sh- strongly opinionated about. John, uh, is it a fair question to say that because of your mother's experience and her place in the standing in the community, is so valued, but also is there an age difference? Meaning you're going to be dealing with newer dentists, newer technology, Brandon's example of throwing out yeah. the fax machine, that there's just a different way of doing things yeah, than absolutely. there was back then. Yeah. And, and like you said, I love how you said that, Brandon. It's not right or wrong. It's just different. Yeah. And now that you have the mantle yeah. and the power to go, listen, this is the way we need to take this company. And that was one of Brandon's questions was, so talk to us about the new vision. I know you have yeah. the new. Oh, okay. So All right. I, I, Here we and go. I know Brandon loves this stuff. Here He's we go. Geek out right. in this. So. so, yeah. So the vision. Um, and we will do a cutaway. I think we talked about this. We'll, we'll make it work, Dan. So. so No porn. Stop looking at porn. <laughs> Just pay attention. We'll probably do like a. Uh, hey. He loves it. He's got a vision. He's about to show. I have a vision. All right. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. All right. Sorry. So. 
so my vision for near practice management and for the industry is to make it easy, to make things easier for practices, to make things more accessible across the board. And um, I really like the, the term easy. And that was actually something a client gave to me. I was at a seminar, uh, one of our own courses, and I was talking about, and we're going to launch our new Dental Writer yeah. Plus software. And if you're not familiar with Nierman, we do education, we do um, uh, systems, we have systems support. And, you know, if, you, if you're in need of any of those things, we can get you covered. And I sit back down, I was actually live streaming it. So I go back to the camera and then he passes me a napkin where he wrote the acronym easy. And it said, this is Dr. Alan Walker, by the way, mm -hmm. who's a client of Arizona. I don't yeah. know if you're familiar with him. He's a great guy. Amazing, amazing dentist. Um, and th this napkin, it says easy. And it says education and systems slash support for you, which is the why. So easy. And he, he goes, this is you. And I, I look at this napkin and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is it. Mm -hmm. You summed it up in this yeah. acronym. It's easy. It's all about making it easy. I loved it. I just, and I loved his his creativity. You know, yeah, the acronyms, right? And uh, and and it and it made sense. But 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 just to pull it back, the the easy part. You know, it really that's what I've seen over the years is what makes the difference. From the last twelve years, when I look at all of our clients that we've had and the clients that we we still have. Um, we have clients that have been with us for 30 years, but we also have clients that they've been with us for a couple of years and, and then they're not clients anymore. And when I look at why, you know, a lot of times it's because they're not doing sleep anymore. They're not doing medical billing anymore, but why? Or maybe a lot of times it's because they're just, they say, oh, they're just not using dental writer anymore. And it always comes down to, it wasn't easy enough for the team. Yeah. to use. And so that's the vision is to make it easy across the board, make everything easier, make everything more accessible. Uh, so for us, how can we apply that to our business? How can we apply that to our software, which is our, our core solution? So we have our new software called Dental Writer Plus. And the last two or three years of de development on that was all about how can we make this program easy for the team? Because if the team are using it, if it's not a big deal, if they can just open up the program and intuitively kind of know what to do and just mm -hmm. start using it, right? that's easy, right? They're going to start using it. We know it works. We know it's going to do the things they need. It's going to generate the documentation they need, the codes, the claims, the, the billing, um, all the the steps they need to complete those cases. If it's easy for the team, then it's going to be implemented and they're not going to cancel. They're going to be long-term clients. They're going to mm -hmm. be doing more cases. They're going to be doing they'll be getting reimbursed. They'll be getting paid. Right. They'll yep. be happy. helping more patients. So it's, it's all connected and it all for us, how can we do it? We can make it easier. So that's been my vision. And, uh, we just launched our dental writer plus and, about three months ago, and it's the feedback's been amazing so far, um, and so that's that's the future of Nierman is Dental Writer Plus. Okay, it's not the courses, it's not 
Yeah, we talked a little bit you about know? kind of where you're. Yeah, your kind of. Vision I mean, the for courses too, are Rob. important because yeah. our philosophy is still education, systems, and support. Mm-hmm. That's our philosophy. Mm-hmm. If if you're trying to, um, as a practice, if you're trying to implement something new, you need all those three things. If it's something like sleep, which is very different from um, other services, education, systems, and support for the team, yep. especially. And um, so we have the courses, we have this, the software, the systems, and the support. We have uh, the medical billing service. That's the support. You know, you don't have to have your team call the insurance companies. We can do it for you. And with Dental Writer Plus, we've integrated seamlessly with our medical billing service where everything is all connected, full, fully end-to-end integration. All the data is all in one place. The communication is all in one place. Um, and there's, so there's no email, there's no fax. Yeah. There's no, well, you can e-fax, but, uh, <laughs> it all goes inside of dental writer. So now can you still bill on your own too, if you, you can. want to? Yes. Or, okay. And that's also what, um, sets us apart too, because for us, it's not just about sleep. It's about all the, the, the procedures that are eligible for medical billing. Mm-hmm. And we make that accessible for practices. So what, what are surgeries. those procedures? Yeah. Run through. Uh, all right. So for, if a dentist wants to bill medical insurance, they can do it for sleep apnea appliances. That's, mm-hmm. that's number one. That's usually covered in most, uh, insurance We're talking policies. EO486. Yep. Right. Okay. Um, TMJ, that's, that's a really good one too. And, um, like our company name. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's coming back. It's making a comeback because there's mandates now, uh, there's state mandates that say that um, the policies have to have TMJ coverage. So it's it's pretty good in most states. Uh, so TMJ and then oral surgeries. So um, implants, if, if you can deem it medically necessary, mm-hmm. but also all the adjunct procedures is, that go involved. Is chewing yes. medically necessary? It is. Because uh, I is. feel like you need to be able to eat. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like dipping. No. no, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't it. know about that one, but yeah. uh, no, I really no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and and there's there's uh there's codes for that, which is yeah. Know. But um, yeah. So uh, bone grafting related to that um is covered a lot, and the CBCTs and radiographs exams for oral surgeries. Um, so I've done, I do a ton of oral surgery in my practice and we've, we've played with medical billing in the past and we've really just not been successful. I'm so glad I got you two together. Yeah. But I'm talking like, that's all I do in my dental practice every day is place implants, pull teeth, bone graft every day. And I hear people that say I'm getting medical reimbursement, but how to actually do it out of network deductibles it just seems they like make it such, easy I, that's what i'm hearing <laughs> yeah but maybe we should talk more when later we should talk ab- about that because yeah. um it hasn't been easy for us yeah and when it comes to the oral surgeries and the implants that's really where those those narratives really come into play and mm-hmm. the, and the icd codes yeah um and that's what dental writer does it's going to mm-hmm. just it, it has the list of, okay, what's the patient presenting with? It starts with the questionnaire. So the patient's telling you, you know, is their diet limited to semi-soft foods? Yeah. Um, are they having difficulty chewing and swallowing? 
do they have jaw pain, uh, infection? Yeah. And so those are the things that we're documenting mm -hmm. and starting to build that case right from the very beginning. And so by the time they come in and you're doing your exam and you're, you're marking off your findings and your diagnosis, and you'll have this narrative that presents this great case of medical necessity. And that's what it comes down to. Now in sleep, you have to have medical necessity from a physician. Right. Do you have to have that same medical necessity for TMD, for um, for oral surgery, uh, or are you able to have that medical necessity solely with your DMD right. or your DDS? That's a great question. So um, with TMD and oral surgeries, the diagnosis can come from the dentist, not so from the It actually physician. should be easier Yes. Than sleep. It should. Yeah. It should. And that's what our whole goal is, is to make it easier. What percentage of the business is TMD, sleep, uh, et cetera, or other? Yeah. I'd say about maybe 80% sleep. Wow. Um, yeah. 75. Because. You but know, I didn't know that, Joe. It's not I just swear. one or the other, though. So a lot of. A lot of them do both, TMD yes. and sleep. Yeah. But yeah. Still. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So let's say 75%. Okay. Three-fourths yeah. of our clients are doing sleep. But what we help them with is to start billing and start For implementing yeah. TMD as well. Um, and then we don't help them implement oral surgeries, but we'll help them bill for it too. So that's one of our philosophies is if you're going to go through all the trouble and the headache to start billing medical insurance, right? Like it's kind of a pain in the ass. You might as well do it for everything that you can, yeah. right? Because it's it's a system that you're implementing that's different from dentistry and there's other procedures that you can do it for so that's what we help is okay let's start you off billing for sleep but oh you're you're doing oral surgeries right. too you're doing bone grafts let's start let's start getting you billing for those too and um if you're doing tmd that's great if not we can now, help john you get i hear this too. on a daily obviously you're a dentist you're the president of nearman i'm just a sales guy right i hear this all the time from dentists i hear it all time and the word that i love what you said about the easy right and speaking to these dentists is it a fair statement to say that somebody could go to your course get on rider plus uh, dental rider plus and that would not solve all their problems but if they put the work in themselves they would solve a lot of the issues Yes, I would say that, and I, and I, I hate to. I didn't say it was an all cure, cure right. all, but I I hate to say the you know oh come do a two day course and and you're all set because that's not our philosophy either. No, you, you said know. about the support. I think it's a relationship. The support, but yeah. but yeah. as far as education goes too, I you know I feel very strongly that education should be a uh, a pathway. It shouldn't mm -hmm. just be like you know, I, I don't like to advertise it as just take a two day course and no, you're no. done. But as far as being able to um, get started billing, absolutely. Because especially with Dental Writer Plus. Well, and I can say my team, so we brought billing in-house. You know, we, yeah. we reached a point where we were doing so much. And I looked at what I was paying for the billing company. And yeah. I was like, holy shit, I could hire three people. Um, and so that's what I did. I sent my team to one of your one of your courses. Right. And they came back. And they're like, yeah, I think we can figure it out. And yeah. there was a few bumps in the road, but they, you know, they did essentially went to your course, came back and figured out the billing yeah. and implemented it and had so no issues. Thank Rose and John. So for, that, yeah. Thank you for your, your yeah. help with that. Um, that's, that's phenomenal. So let's talk, uh, you know, I, I know 
we'll run out of time here shortly, but while we're on the topics, let's talk about Nearman, um, Dental Rider Plus. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's interested, um, who who's your target, I, I guess, that you're trying to reach with this message? Is it any dentist that does those procedures? Uh, do you have a growth plan? Are you looking for employees that are doing certain things right now? Uh, yeah, you know, um, so we, we launched Dental Rider Plus in November. So it's been about three months. Yeah. And um, so we're continuously developing it as well and um, adding on new features. And in a couple months, it'll probably be at a level where it will be a whole standalone program for sleep only practices. Wow. Um, where it'll have um, text reminders, yep. you know, full communication, full EMR, full practice management suite. Wow. Um, but right now, most of our clients, you know, they have a, a dental software and mm-hmm. they, then they use dental writer for their, their sleep cases or their oral, oral surgery or TMD cases where they want to, um, get those cases documented medically and start billing medical. So, uh, our target audience is any practice that's getting into dental sleep medicine. Um, it really does make it easier because it streamlines the whole process for everything they need. And, um, but if you're doing oral surgeries too, as a, as a dental practice, um, you know, we do have practices that they don't even do sleep. They don't, yeah. they don't mess with that. Ask that question. They're just yeah. using Dental Rider Plus for oral surgeries yep. and they can do it in-house or they can use our, our billing service that's connected to it. So, um, and that's part of my vision because there's so many practices doing oral surgeries that they're not billing medical for it and they can be. So my projection is that you know, we're going to be continuously developing Dental Writer Plus, making it more um, of a standalone. I think that it can be used by almost every dental practice in the U.S. as long as they're doing those types of yeah. procedures. Mm-hmm. Even bone grafting can get covered and CBCTs for, you know, patients that are coming in with infection, uh, dysfunction. Root canal, uh, abscess teeth. Can you get CBTs uh, uh, for CBCTs abscess for that yeah. kind of stuff? Abscess, yeah. Uh, what about for planning for you know di- you know rotten decayed teeth and you're going to be doing implant cases? You need that CBCT to, right for for yeah the planning side yeah. of it. So a lot of times, yes, okay, yeah, and it just depends on the insurance company what what their plan is. But that's we have an acronym uh, when it comes to medical insurance. That's called. Uh, it's probably not called easy. It's probably called shitty. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, and that, but that's why we exist because. <laughs> and, and I'm not passionate myself about medical billing. Um, I want to put that out here because no. people ask me all the time, "Oh, what's the code for that? What's the mm-hmm. code for this?" And um, you know, that's my mom, and that's right. that's Courtney, and that's those are our, our billing right. specialists. Um, but what I'm passionate about is solving problems. Right. And optimizing systems. And, Mm -hmm. and, and that's what, uh, that's, that's what this issue is because that's usually the number one roadblock when it comes to sleep is they have challenges with medical billing Yes, and they get frustrated and they they give up. I see that time and time again. And so that's what I love. I love solving problems. I love trying to optimize systems and, and you got to love when someone comes back and goes, it's work. Right. Thank you. Oh Oh, my gosh. You saved my, absolutely. That's gotta just be. Yeah. And it never stops. Um, but, but when it comes to the, uh, you know, that, that's what, that's what we do is we're constantly optimizing, uh, the billing and, um, 
forgot what the question was. Uh, where he do, always asks uh, for him, so I could tell you. Where, where do people find you? Where do people find Yeah, target them? audience and where do they find you? Yeah, so um, target audience, talked about that. They can find us at dentalwriterplus.com if you want to learn more about Dental Writer Plus or nearmanpm.com to learn about all of our solutions. Before we uh, wrap this up, I always like to bring Dan in. Dan, Dan's been asking some great questions lately. So, Dan, you've been listening for this. Uh, what do you got? I have no questions about anything that was talked about I today, could tell because he has literally been looking at porn the whole time. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, I'm curious if you're a Skull and Bones member or a Rothschild. I am. Look at I knew you. See, you always have good questions. I'm gonna say uh, skull and bones. Your skull and bones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you know, you do know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, I I do. I mean, I I'm not. We're Tim, not allowed to talk I, about, I'm about Tim Dillon. <laughs> All right, we're not. Allowed. Tim Dillon. You, oh, Tim Dillon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. he on his Patreon, he's got those two tiers, and it's oh, funny. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I so you didn't know what I was talking about. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I thought know, I thought I he was. I knew neither of you would know. No, because I put that on my question. I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. Have you seen the movie? Um, oh shit! I just forgot the name. Of the All right, I'll, I'll go <laughs> no, mine. No, it's the it's the Disney movie with the piano guy and the jazz. And oh the, no, I haven't seen the with the soul. Yeah, yeah, soul. soul. That's what's called yeah, soul. soul. Yeah, it's called mm, soul. No, I haven't seen, seen it yet. Oh, but, uh, uh, when man. you when you start talking about uh, Copeland and yeah. and the piano, mm-hmm. yeah. I immediately went to that movie. So yeah. it's it's a really I, phenomenal. Movie. It is. I'm gonna actually. have to show you. I have in my iPad. I have um, video. So he started giving me lessons again. Um, last year, like I hadn't awesome. taken lessons from him, like at least 10 years. And, um, I was getting ready for this concert. That uh, hold on. That you took my question. <laughs> so I want to talk about this. So again, uh, and again, we will give all the details to Nearman and I, know, I wish we had more time. Like, I, we, we, I will tell you, man, something I've been impressed with on social media is following you, man. And y'all literally had a freaking concert, dude. And you were yeah. performing. And by the way, you can sing too. Um, no. No, uh, so like y'all get down, like y'all have these, like iOS, man, I ain't gonna lie. I, I went to their Halloween, uh, their, yeah. their meeting during <laughs> Halloween, and I had the best time that I've had at an event. I just have, you know, because we talked about it. you work at a booth and you're like, oh, I know yeah. we didn't get to the booth time, but, right. and then, but man, iOS, man, it was fun. I mean, we had fun. Y'all did a video. It looked like y'all were throwing down, dancing, and you're freaking yeah. up on stage playing. We did. What was that? And yeah, uh, do y'all always do that? It's like no. Let's that, go hang out Nearman's, man. We're gonna throw <laughs> down. We're gonna start doing it now. But th- so that was the the dental festival. I don't know if you've heard of that. The dental Nashville. festival. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's gonna be Nashville. It's gonna be this Nashville year. this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. So we did it last year in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. And it what it what the dental festival is is a um, Excuse for you to get in front of everybody, play that ex- sexy piano. That's exactly man. what it was for me. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But it's uh, it's a mix of you know all these these dental conferences do their conference right um, in one weekend, one hotel, one location, mm-hmm. and then in the evening, everyone from those conferences comes together That's for the evening events. Too cool. So and there's all the evening events are super fun. Like they had karaoke, and then they had. Um, a casino night, and then they had the concert, and they had a, a black tie, all all kinds of stuff, a, a cruise, the you know yacht thing, all kinds of uh, fun stuff. It's all about fun. It's mixing education, yeah. CE with fun. Yeah. That's what it is. And um, Elijah, who who runs the dental festival, uh, he thinks big, right? He's mm-hmm. a big thinker. Mm-hmm. And I had met him last year, and 
I don't know why, but he he said, hey, do you want to do a concert at the dental festival? And I said, hell yeah, I want to do a concert at the dental festival. I love it, dude. And then the next day I was like, I I can't do a concert at the dental festival. What am I going to do? I don't (laughs) got to get the band back together. I don't know what I'm going to do. I love it, man. Right? So, you know, I'm full time. I'm like the president now. You know, I got time for that. So, but I couldn't turn that down, right? So I had to, uh, I mean, I am in a band, but the band is like just a side thing. Right. Um, and they're a bunch of hippies, like straight up. It's just a Love bunch it. of hippies that I, you like know, Dan. I'm with. Yeah, yeah it's like that. But Not a hippie. They were I like, at, that's a hipster. They're like at Woodstock hippies. Like oh, they were yeah, actually yeah, at Woodstock. Okay, Woodstock. Okay, no, so no. they're like 70. You know, yeah. they're all retired. They're calling me all the time. Hey, can you practice today? I'm like, I love it. I can't practice. I got work, yeah. man. It's three o'clock. You know, but they love music. And uh, and they introduced me to a lot of cool stuff from the 60s and yeah. 70s that I hadn't really been listening to. So uh, so I was like, all right, do you guys want to do this concert? I love this, So we, we put this whole thing together. And uh, it was awesome. That yeah. was really cool. But Elijah, I mean, he's he set up the stage. I mean, well, let me tell you. So I, I getting into this world, I had to follow certain people, right? And social media, we talked about yeah. social media. I, but I had to follow certain people, and I, I always enjoy your posts, man. Um, what I like about you as a president and in your role, it's so I, I just love following you, dude. You, you share your musical taste. You share um, different things that it's not just about the business. And part of the reason Brandon and I have this podcast is so people could get to know. John, right? Get to know you versus just this role or this snapshot we see at LinkedIn and come to this conference right. and come to this see, you know, to kind of get to know you. Yeah. When I saw the video of you jamming <laughs> at that concert, I yeah. was like, I got to meet this guy. He's got to come yeah. on the podcast. I told him, I said, yeah. we got to have this guy. Yeah. So that was for me when I saw that yeah. on Facebook or whatever, I was like, we got to have this guy. Well, I tell you, you know, just the, these are the three things that, that I love too is, is, uh, sleep and we're in the business right yep. and uh and music yep that's and uh right with us you know a drink or two that yeah doesn't yep. hurt either yeah um, this podcast is right up your alley man. <laughs> oh yeah i mean absolutely and health so and again health. we're running off so yeah. uh what belt are you right now in jujitsu yeah brother? you know i, I want to talk about that too because uh you know i, I think having that having a balance in life is, yep. is super important mm-hmm. um and i know you guys are both athletes uh, well, I former, was, former, yeah, you know, I'm not an athlete. Um, but that's that's an important part of yes, of your staying life. healthy, yeah. and, and you understand like the the physical aspect. So mm-hmm. you know, you have the physical, you have the mental, you have the the spiritual, whatever mm-hmm. it is, whatever your balance is. Um, so that's for me. You know, my physical is is jujitsu, mm-hmm. uh, martial arts, just yeah. just that. You know, I, I did some team sports, but I was terrible. So uh, for me, you know, jujitsu was great. Um, and what I loved about jujitsu, where I still do, I'm, I'm brown belt, so I, I I've been God kick his ass straight right straight up for about ten years, like just nonstop. kick his ass, like just <laughs> grab him. And, I'm kidding. I get my ass kicked all the time. Well, that's so what jujitsu rolling. Yeah. That's what it'll do. It, it puts you in your place. Like it, it humbles you. Humbles that's that's you. what I love about jujitsu. It's humbling. It's, it does humble you, no matter how big you are, mm-hmm. how strong you are. Um, or how skilled you are, even as a brown belt, you know, I still, I struggle. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not a big deal. Um, where, but, where, where do you, uh, where are you going right now in Florida? I train out of, uh, a school called gamblers, okay. which is like, you know, is most schools are like very traditional, right? They have like a no. Japanese name or yeah. something. Like well, 10th planet Gracie. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
no, Brazilian, cool. right? I like it. And then I met gamblers, yeah. right? That's and right. it's just like Italian. Oh, uh, okay. Uh-oh. So you know, like most of the motto, like most of the on the wall, it's like discipline, respect. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, their motto is nobody moves, nobody gets hurt. I love that. <laughs> nobody moves, nobody. Gets hurt. Well, I'm gonna so, tell you, I, I think uh, just that side of you is fascinating, and. That you're able to mix that. Thank you for the compliment, by the way. Uh, that's why I think we connect um, when I met you in New Orleans without even getting to know you. Uh, the core values that Brennan and I shared when we first met. And with it, it's almost kind of unspoken. But if you're passionate about something, um, I think it exudes. Um, man, I am um, honored to have you on the podcast. Likewise. Um, your mom did a damn good job. And so did your dad <laughs> raising you. I would love to have more time to do just Burt Reynolds stories left and right. Oh, I, I love I that you it. shared that your middle name is Burt. I won't call yeah. you that out loud. Uh, it's nothing wrong with Burt. It's just John Burt. John it's Burt. just a weird yeah. I think it's a together name. I yeah. just I do John Burt. That's Come why, on, you know I, I'm gonna change. It'd be better if it was just straight up John Burt Reynolds Nearman. Like yeah, that yeah. would be cool. <laughs> or just I think Burt yeah. Nearman. I mean JB's a cool. Oh, name. JB's all right. JB's but like cool I've thought about. I've thought about changing it to just straight up Burt Reynolds. That's funny. You yeah. know what? You should. I think I should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk about a different vision. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's my vision. John, I know we're going to get to hang out a little bit later tonight. Um, obviously we're going to stay in contact. Um, any parting thoughts? We do have all the websites and everything. Did we get all that down? Yep. Okay. Don't forget to like, and subscribe. Um, I'm sitting here with two amazing men in the industry, so I'm very humbled. Um, so thank you guys so much. And, and it's always a pleasure doing the podcast with you, but man, your family name, dude, how many years? 30, 34, 34 years. Yeah. John, thank you for being on the podcast, thank you. brother. Yep. And I know you don't have much in your cup, but you can still sip it. And I appreciate you sleeping around with Dr. Brandon and Matthew John. Cheers. Yeah. When the sun goes down and the moon is high.